We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. These insane lineups create intrigue, right? You want to know what they're going to do. Like part of the 2001 halftime show that I want to talk about is the fact that like there is a pause in the Aerosmith song, Just Give Me a Kiss, right? Where he says, just give me a, and Britney Spears is standing right there. And she kisses her hand and puts her hand on his cheek. With her her sock arm. Yes, with her sock arm. Oh, yeah, the athletic sock. Insane. (laughs) It's January 2001, the Super Bowl halftime show. This is Remember That Game, a podcast about sporting events that take you on a journey and maybe chart the path of the zeitgeist. I'm your host, Thomas Semerick, and my guest is Kelsey McKinney who is now co-owner at Defector Media and host of the Normal Gossip Podcast. Yeah, it's weird looking at the list because it's, I think what's smart about the Super Bowl halftime show is it has someone for everyone, right? Aerosmith is like for the dads. You have Mary J. Blige, you have Britney Spears and NSYNC. You have like different generational, different representative portions of American music, which we see in some other halftime shows, but not all of them by any means it makes it much more fun i think to have all those guys i noticed the sign game athletics and boy band concerts they're both at the same level of advancement oh uh, yeah because it's sure. happy b-day joey and i love instinct yeah pretty simple stuff rudimentary stuff at the time it's also they kind of are the signs in the video are kind of shitty yeah like now when you see Fox like pan to the audience at any major NFL event, the people are holding handmade signs that look like they were made by professionals, right? They have like outlines and glitter and everything is like very precise. And all of these signs look like they were, you know, printed on four pieces of printer paper and stuck together. (laughs) Now now people get much, at least the ones that get on TV, it's much more clever. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember at the AFC championship game like a week ago in Kansas City, someone had was changing the, the the number of quarters until the Super Bowl on her thing. <laughs> which was, like, it's, it seems pretty simple, but it, it's almost an incidental troll move because of how t- difficult it's been for the Chiefs to get to a Super totally. Bowl. Just yeah. really counting down the quarters. It, it makes an 11-point lead seem uh, way more daunting than it probably needed to be. <laughs> but they're having fun with it, and I admired the sign either way. I've read you writing about uh, auto-tune. I know you've written about Britney Spears in the past, and it doesn't matter as far as pop stardom goes and putting on a show. Um, In this Super Bowl halftime show, I think around the time, boy bands were probably already getting a lot of shit for having playback and not singing. But in this halftime show, 
at least a significant portion of it is them seeing oh, their shape. Sure. You can yeah. hear them breathing. I noticed that too because in the harmonies for in sync in particular you can tell that they're off yeah right you're like oh this isn't you're not on key at all which is of course they're not it's a giant stadium you can't hear anything it makes perfect sense that you wouldn't be exactly on harmony but yeah it's live which is yeah something. the one transition where uh, i think it's the end of that they also do it's gonna be me another mm-hmm. banger i actually even that one at the time i was like okay that's, that's a that's a hook Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have to give it up. Uh, that was a part. That was a part of a growing experience for me when I have when I learned when I had to give it up for a hook. Uh, I think I was eight, it was eighth grade. Um, but uh, they, they say it's it's going to be me. They have the acapella part. It's going to yeah. going to going to. And the last one you can tell is just way off. And you're like, oh, but you're like, oh, it's live. It's okay. live. So when I was, yeah. I was listening back, I'm like, okay, that's actually cool. Actually, I'm actually glad it's off because watching them be like, no, 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 we're going to do this live for the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, cool. Right. Throw the kitchen sink for yeah. this one. And then the acapella thing is completed by Steven Tyler coming in with yeah. NSYNC. Jaded, I would say, Aerosmith's best song. I don't really like any Aerosmith yeah. songs. Same. Prior to that point, you get some bouncing back and forth. Like, the, everyone's into it. Like, Instinct's completing Aerosmith songs, Aerosmith's completing Instinct songs. Yeah. And then Britney Spears, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly all show up and work in. Yeah. So many YouTube comments. Were you disappointed, like the masses were, that uh, Mary, Mary J. Blige didn't get factored in with one of her own hits? I think Nelly got to work in, like, part of his verse on EI, but. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting that you have NSYNC performing two songs, Aerosmith performing two songs, and then Britney, Mary J. Blige, and Nelly do not perform any of their own songs, right? They only kind of accompany in. It's a decision that someone made. Um, at the same time, I mean, it's great to have people on stage. And I think it it's interesting because now we see only stars doing their own songs, right? Like when you have a mashup, so like Coldplay, Beyonce, Bruno, they all come in and do pieces of their own work. And it is kind of fun for artists to come in and be like, oh, no, we're all going to do this Aerosmith song. Yeah. Like, we're all going to participate in one ridiculous melody for literally no reason other than this is the Super Bowl. Like, it's, I like it. I think it's silly. Yeah, well, yeah Walk This Way, which uh, an Aerosmith song that I think is bad, but served a social good in the 80s where you have sure, yeah. melding with, like, hip-hop at the time in the 80s and, like, bringing culture together yeah. positive thing the song itself i don't like the i get that uh, it, it makes a perfect thing to have a bunch of genres come together right. on stage and have total insanity to a ridiculous song jt and steven tyler have the worst dance off you could expect <laughs> from two people who at least jt and i know is a good dancer yeah. you also see instinct pull out the i'd never been to a concert at the time but i was like kind of like oh wow uh, watching it in replay they, they did the whole doll doll box right, dance right. from the it's gonna be me uh video which i was like okay it's also really funny watching this I had not watched the 2001 Super Bowl show on YouTube since JT had his own Super Bowl show. And it was really interesting watching the watching the 2001 performance and realizing, like, oh, he used to be fun and interesting. Like, in 2018, Justin Timberlake performed what is maybe the most boring Super Bowl halftime show of all time. Awful. Boring. Kitschy. Dumb. You see him on stage with a bunch of other people, and you're like, "Oh, this this works, yeah. right?" It he works better in a group, and I think that's maybe 
maybe prescriptive for the future of halftime shows. I mean, we're seeing this year it's going to be J-Lo and Shakira. I would not be surprised if they add another guest or two to that because it's it's smart. It's fun. Yeah, I read your article at the Village Voice critiquing JT's halftime show (laughs) two years ago. And obviously, I bet you think that one is significantly worse than this 2001 Schmorgasborg. Yeah, I like the 2001 Schmorgasborg. I think it's funny. And it's... I mean, I looked up the top the top albums from 2000, so the stuff that was at the very top of the charts, um, and all of these artists are there, right? You have a pretty good descriptive snapshot of what music in America looked like in early 2001, right? It's, this is what we liked, right? Ben Stiller, Nelly, Mary J. Blige, Britney Spears, NSYNC, Aerosmith. That's it, right? And... We don't really, we haven't seen that in halftime shows recently, right? This year we have J-Lo and Shakira, who I think will probably put on a great show. They're not the most popular bands in America right now. The most popular bands in America right now are Post Malone, Billie Eilish, and Drake. Right. right? But you're not going to see that. Like, that's not what the, the NFL is doing anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't think you've gotten the most popular acts in America maybe since then, with maybe the exception Beyonce. of the, the, the one where... JT and Janet got mm. the FCC violation. 2004. Uh, that was pretty of the moment. I'm not sure what that was in relation to future. Do you remember who the first listed artist in the 2004 Super Bowl is? Jessica Simpson. Jessica Simpson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's incredible, she right? She was like, famous at that time, right? Yes, yeah. she was huge, majorly yeah. famous, right? And now we look at that and we're like, Jessica Simpson? Like, what on earth? Yeah. But that is part of what's fun about these shows, right? Is it's like Nelly... Right? You're like, why is Nelly up there? But it's because Nelly was huge in 2001, which is fun. Like, I, I watched either the 2001 Super Bowl halftime and the Thanksgiving halftime. And like, immediately my brain goes, this is pre-9-11. The, the, oh, yeah, for sure. This immediately strikes me. like Because right after that, it, it takes a serious uh, legacy tone for the most part. For the couple years, you have U2. Um, yeah. and then, and then, but a couple of years later, you have the, the Justin Timberlake thing. And then after that, it steers really hard in a legacy act for like 10 years of, uh, right. Prince is, you know, a very well-regarded halftime show. And then you get like Rolling Stones and then well, it's Paul McCartney. If you look at it too, because it's the medley portion of the Super, Super Bowl halftime show is what every show is from like 1990 to 2001, right? It's. I have the list for 2000. It's Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, and Enrique Iglesias, Tony Braxton, and an 80-person choir, right? Like, that's a ridiculous lineup, which is really fun. And then we have post-9-11, U2, right, with the names. Yeah. Which is, I mean, tribute, sure. Yeah. And I enjoyed it, but, like, it, yes. it, it, it didn't have this kind of fun, let's it's see. It's not fun. What, happened with a bunch of, what happens with a bunch of different people kind right. of tone the 2001 had. Um, and that so that that was gone for a while in, in right. lieu of just this uh, legacy acts playing their yeah we their lo- hits. I mean after Janet we lose it after the Janet scandal yeah yeah it's the, gone there's a couple years of serious and then maybe we can edge back into it then Janet it's gone yeah it's completely gone which is interesting because I mean that's the thing we're saying we like about this 2001 show right is not that they are each distinct independent acts but that there is some crossover right that they're performing together that you see like. Britney Spears and Steven Tyler on the same mic, right? That's yeah. part of the fun of that show. And after the Justin Timberlake Janet incident, we don't ever see that again, right? There's no more of this kind of crossover of the appreciation of the other's work of kind of sharing the stage and the proximity that they were 
in 2001. So it seems like you know the list of Super Bowl halftime acts too well. I, I did have a I quiz on that, but I'm going to go even deeper because oh, no. there used to be themes. Did it most years, not oh, all years, no. but most years, and they always had bizarre names. I don't think they do the theme thing anymore. Which one of these was not a Super Bowl theme? <laughs> all these since 1980. Okay. Uh, a salute to Motown in San Diego. Blues Brothers Bash. Bebop Bamboozled in 3D. Disco Retrospective. World of Children's Dreams. Kaleido Superscope. And Indiana and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Oh my god. These are Super Bowl halftime themes. It seems themes since 1980. Which one jumped out of your head? No, that's not. That didn't happen. Blues. Nope, it was Disco Retrospective. No. Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues Brothers Bash happened, uh, and I think they brought in James Brown eventually, but, uh, you know, I would uh, just been like, just do a James Brown show. Yeah, World of Children's Dreams was what? <laughs> was one, which is, uh, that might have been the one at Stanford. There's one at Stanford that was really weird. I think it might have been that one. And then they had a salute to Motown, but it was they, the Super Bowl was in San Diego. Oh my god! <laughs> there's like there's so many places you could do Sleep to Motown. That's awful. I, I think they ended up doing one right, in Detroit. Do it in New Orleans. Do it. At, yeah, do I, it literally anywhere. Later else. on, I think they just did it again. Like, let's do another. <laughs> I think they've done multiple salutes in Motown, but the one in San Diego, you know, yeah, there's some other cities women more of a fit. Probably. I think this is part of the problem with the Super Bowl halftime show, though. Now, right, is that it isn't weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. The O one right? was weird. Like these dumbass themes. These insane lineups create intrigue, right? You want to know what they're going to do. Like, part of the 2001 halftime show that I want to talk about is the fact that, like, there is a pause in the Aerosmith song, Just Give Me a Kiss, right? Where he says, just give me a... And Britney Spears is standing right there, and she kisses her hand and puts her hand on his cheek. With her, right? with her sock arm. Yes, with her sock arm. Oh, yeah, the athletic sock. Insane. <laughs> Instead of just kissing him on the cheek, she kisses her hand and then places it on his cheek. Yeah. Right? And yeah. it's like, okay, this is an interesting interaction, yeah. right? Why? And it's like, yeah, she's 19 and he's like in his 50s. So that's probably why. Yeah. But it's also like, did she do that in rehearsal? Right? Like, who decided that she was going to do this? <laughs> it was, it, it was, as far as arm sock kisses Insane. goes, iconic. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You also have, yeah, Tom Timberlake comes in and completes. Right. Yeah, someone taps Steve, uh, Steven Tyler on the back in like a mischievous way to like distract him, quote. And then Timberlake comes in and says, yeah, I'm the one who jaded you. And the, right. the twist, both of the song and the set. I mean, I mean, I imagine even the bigger twist, though, was Blige, Nelly, NSYNC, Aeros with Britney Spears all on the stage at the same time. Yeah. Doing Walk This Way at the end. So Blige comes on and... She doesn't get her. So, so another another thing to rectify. Maybe next year you bring uh, Mary J. Blige on. You bring mm-hmm. Janet Jackson on. I've always thought on the idea of Frank Ocean as a Super Bowl halftime oh, show because yeah. then you could get in Mary J. Blige do like a Super Rich Kids right. uh, real love so, mashup. But this is interesting because you're going off featured artists. Right? You're saying, like, okay, Frank Ocean has featured these people, and therefore he would make a good Super Bowl halftime show headliner. Yeah. But what this Super Bowl we're talking about proves is is that you don't even have to do that. Right? Like, you can just bring random people out to sing hit songs, and it will work. Right? Like, Uh, J-Lo could be like, ah, I have brought Britney Spears. And everyone would be like, yay, Britney's here. Like, we don't care. I think you do a mix. (laughs) Galaxy Brain, you do both. You do some feature, and then uh, like you build with, like, okay, feature, that makes sense. Okay. NFL oh, call us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, now Frank Ocean's bringing out uh, you know, Andre 3000 to do uh, you know, Pink Matter. You're like, okay, uh, Tyler, the creator, is rolling out. They're doing, like... Yeah, why not, right? That's... And then, you can have fun. And then someone totally random... Ro- like, and then Robin rolls up. Right. And they're doing Dancing on My Own or something. Well, that's the thing, right, is a show like this, a show like The Janet Show has so many places it can go wrong, right? It's It can go wrong at every single moment. You have 10 people on stage, yeah. at least, right? More than that. Five in sync, all of Aerosmith, yeah. and then the three other stars. So 20 people. 20 people on stage, <laughs> and like half of them are dancing. It's very easy for someone to fall off a stage, yeah. for you to forget which part you're in, right? You have to really rehearse. You have to really coordinate. It's... The potential for failure is so high, yeah. which is why it's fun. Is you're like, oh, at any point, someone could mess up. And you had two people on the stage who were in a relationship that would end soon later, <laughs> and who knows what what state that was at at that moment. Right, and they don't really interact on the stage, which is I was like watching particularly for that. But yeah. they're not really together at all on stage. Like Steven Tyler kisses Britney on the cheek, but yeah. there's no real interaction between JT and Britney. So many things that could go wrong. I, I think it's all carried through by the fact that somehow they got these completely different genres and different people all really into it. Yeah. So like completely selling that they're into it. Right. Yeah, uh, if everyone looks thrilled to be there, which is fun, right? And I think that's part of, I think part of why they like being there. I mean, it, I don't know, I'm not a pop star, but it does seem to me like it would be more fun to be like, oh, you get to do something new. Something you don't usually do. Then you have the lack of spontaneity and fun kind of rod when you have... Oh, the, the Janet the, incident, the, the, Yeah, sure. people get up in arms up Right, that. I mean, after Janet... Let me look at my list. After Janet, we go Paul McCartney Rolling Stones. 
Right? Like, those are the next two hits, which is, like, could you pick safer people to put on stage, right? Like, I love Paul McCartney. He is not a dynamic halftime show. He's a great performer, but there's no sense of scandal, which is what they wanted, right? No sense of scandal at all. So it's like you have only solo performers for a long time after that. I've seen Paul McCartney concert multiple times. For the halftime show, I want to see something weird from my living room. It's supposed to be... It's... Nobody watches the same thing anymore, right? Like, we all are watching random shit on our TVs at all times. The Super Bowl is one of the few times a year where it's like most people are watching the TV. Yeah. Put something weird on it. Give people something to talk about. People are desperate to talk about the Super Bowl. I mean, look at this, the whole, like, Left Shark thing, whatever year that was. Yeah. People were thrilled about Left Shark. They lost their minds. They're they're dying for something. They want so give us something. something. Yeah. And the Super Bowl is for everyone who doesn't give a shit about football, right? Yeah. That's the whole point, is it's like, tune into this event because we're going to give you something to talk about. Yeah. And if nobody can do anything fun, there's nothing to talk about. It's boring. For the many people watching the Super Bowl who are casual or less fans, you're watching a 13-3 game like last year with the right, Patriots right. Rams. Boring. Or you're watching this Super Bowl in 2001 with the Giants and Ravens. Maybe <laughs> those, I was a Giants fan at the time, and, and even for me, it was one maybe the most forgettable Super Bowl. The halftime show becomes even more important. They capitalized in 2001 in a big way. In 2004, overly outraged. We we we, we lose that the FCC, you know, I guess violation. But even that halftime show had that weird, like, really batshit combination. Do you remember before you know, Justin Timberlake and Janet Jackson do Rock Rock Your Body? Mm-hmm. Before that, Janet does Rhythm Nation. Do you know, remember who oh. went on right before that? And it wasn't Jessica Simpson, though she started the mm. ceremony. No. It was Kid Rock. <laughs> With Bot with to a Baba, I think. I, I think oh my was it God. And, and Cowboy. <laughs> and That's then, so funny. And then it goes to Janet Jackson, Justin Isn't Timberlake. Nelly in that show too. Oh, in the 2004 maybe. show, I think he is. So, That's insane. That, yeah, it's that was fun, right? It yeah, could be fun. That was the day the weird halftime music died. You know. Yeah. Um, rest in peace. We've seen a lot of cool artist song openings. Mm. Do you want to see anything that'll top what InSync started "Rock This Way" medley with? Which they started with the very cool phrase, "What's up, Tampa? Are you ready to rock?" <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want any kind of cool opening like that, and then any kind of cool artist combination? <laughs> I mean, I God, <laughs> the um, coolest phrase ever. "What's up, Tampa? Are you I, ready to rock?" I love the Gaga entrance. Like, I think Gaga's entrance is iconic I mean, right like needed it descending period. from the <laughs> sky like that's fun as hell that was the most and... emotional i've ever been for a super bowl <laughs> halftime show i'm not gonna lie it was like early 2017 and yeah people were sad and david bowie had also died just the yep. previous year right and like she i think that's i think you can do a lot with how you enter the stage which is i mean we can do now because we have better technology um I don't, do not want anyone to say, what's up, Miami? Like, that's incredibly... <laughs> yeah. I guess you could say it in Spanish, but it's but, still like, uh, no, just don't... Just do your music. And, and it wouldn't stop... <laughs> like, you can't top, what's up, Tampa? Like, Tampa, Tampa is the thing following what's up. <laughs> like, it's just, what's up, Jacksonville, what's, maybe? What's <laughs> up, Tampa? I was like, oh, yeah, God. Yeah, it's not good. Are you ready um, In terms of what I would like to... I mean, I would like to see people collaborate on one person's song. 
like they do in this one. Yeah. I think it's fun yeah. that everyone does walk this way. And, and a song they've never collaborated yeah, on before. Yeah, just sing someone else's song. It's fun. <laughs> I like to end with, especially if it's like a weird old video, uh, some YouTube comments. Ooh. Um, you, get some re- you get some typical YouTube fare and some really bad takes. Uh, Let's hear so, so someone says... This is a good halftime show, but NSYNC and Aerosmith by themselves or one of them by myself would have been way better. <laughs> no. <laughs> Missed the point, but... <laughs> no, bud. Uh, ain't wrong. Uh, oh, no. This one hurt my feelings because I don't think she's that... She's maybe... Uh, she can't be that much older than me, but someone says uh, about Britney Spears, she's old now, she needs rest. What? Oh, like, Britney? Yeah, I'm like... She's... I'm like, no, no, she can do another halftime show. She's... she's 38? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's young enough to do a Super Bowl halftime show. For it's, sure. It's like the I craziest mean, J- take. J-Lo is 50. Yeah. Granted, she looks 28. Yeah. She's more alive than she's me. She's 50. Like, you do not need... Yeah, no, that person is wrong. Give Britney her own show. Correct take. It's a mess, but it's my kind of mess. Same. <laughs> this, this is the music that made our generation. This is what our generation calls, quote, music, in which it truly is. That's just gal. I, I, I mean, honestly, maybe this show is the reason I can't focus on anything. <laughs> maybe it's, maybe these halftime shows of panning very quickly is why we all have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I read this at first, like, oh, quotations around music. Oh, it's someone being like, oh, just trashing uh, the music. But then it says, in which it truly is. So it, it, it's like, oh, wait. Yeah. Do actually, you like it or not? Yeah. Mm. Wait, wait. So he's saying, yeah, if the generation calls it music, then it is the generation's music. Okay, that seems the, true. Yeah, I mean, this was the most popular take. music. Like, yeah, it's a it's a good lineup. If if that's your goal, yeah, to be a time capsule, this is a perfect time capsule. Yeah. This one made me feel not just old but dead. In uh, oh. Sync and Britney were past their prime in two thousand one. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> that's when this Super Bowl premiered. In Sync had just put out No Strings Attached, which was until Adele's twenty five the number one album sold ever yeah. in history and Britney had just put out Oops I Did It Again like there was no point in history in which they were more popular uh, that, the person's just just being mean and rude is this true oh back then where people don't have iPhone and all they oh. can do is scream <laughs> is that is that true is, do they not scream anymore as a result of the iPhone all they can do is scream because they don't because they don't the have an audience? iPhone uh, to, yeah I, I guess they're saying when now that people have iPhones they no, don't scream no I think enough. the reason people are screaming is that the two Britney Spears and NSYNC are artists at that time period that only teen girls like right teen girls and younger adults yeah. do not listen to NSYNC they do yeah. not listen to Britney Spears only children yeah. do and teens and yeah. so the screaming and adults in 2020 yes yes but at the screaming <laughs> not in 2000 adults don't really scream generally it's like teens and people in their young 20s so yeah. like if you have artists who appeal to that demographic people will scream. It has nothing to do with iPhones. It has everything to do with the fact that J-Lo is performing and J-Lo is not the favorite artist of teens. Favorite artist of teens is Post Malone. If you put Post Malone on stage, I promise you there will be screaming. Yeah, yeah. Struck me as the the, the hackneyed, uh, everyone, if everyone would just unplug take. Which also, I don't think you're allowed to have iPhones on the field. Like if you're in the pit for the halftime show, I don't think you're allowed to have an iPhone. 
She uses auto-tune now because that baby voice destroyed her real voice. Dot, 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 believe or not. Is that true? I have no idea. The baby voice um, destroyed her real voice. I would say probably the drugs destroyed her real voice. Oh, yeah. More than using the baby voice. But also, Britney's voice is fine. Whenever we hear her actually live, she sounds fine. Yeah. The problem is you can't dance the way Britney dances and sing live. You have to pick one. Like, yeah. if you try to sing... The vocal range that she has in her songs without standing still in a studio, you are going to be out of breath the whole yeah, time. Yeah, try talking. Yeah, and you doing can't. That. <laughs> I mean, unless you're Beyonce. Beyonce can't do it somehow. That's when things were amazing. I feel sorry for the youth who never got to enjoy a time when music was at its finest. Is wow. that true? Wow. <laughs> that's 2001. A, that is a take. <laughs> all, all these years later, I'm still Team JC. Is that a thing? I've I heard that. Bunch of, a bunch. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Everybody if it's a has their favorite, thing. right? Like, certainly there is like a contingent of girls who were like, I like JC best, yeah. right? Just like there's a contingent of girls who are like, I like Zayn Malik best, or I like Niall Horan best, right? It's just contrarian, right? Yeah. It's like, I mean, it, it's partially just attraction and who you like best, but I think there is also some like subversion yeah. of being like I like the most popular band in the world but not the most popular person in the yeah. most popular band in the world can, I am so special and unique I am not normcore and I will not hear yes. <laughs> I'll not hear that I am so yes. preemptive and this last one actually no this I don't want to end on too serious no oh. this is this will be second too to last serious. but this person got way too big picture with it mm. they had playback in those days but didn't like using it for Super Bowl because the world was watching. These days, they don't care about making USA look bad anymore. <laughs> Whoa. What? And was he just talking about pop performers or just... Is a, he talking the, about or, football? Like, yeah. What? Or the United States as a whole? Honestly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. A little bit of a leap there. But could it have been as simple as this uh, for why this, this became the halftime show? They were all big on MTV Total Request Live at the time. Yeah, sure. Because that was still, I mean, that was still going was strong, huge. right? huge. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's... But also, they were the most popular artists. So it's like, are they on TRL because they're the most popular artists? Or does TRL help them become right. the most popular artists? It's like, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like, all of these people have great albums, which I would say is more important than being on TRL. But it's a, it's a Venn diagram that might be a circle. This has been another episode of Remember That Game. Please rate, review, subscribe, and check out more episodes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.